Welcome to Fright Night Minute, a daily podcast where we discuss the original 1985 horror movie, Fright Night, one minute at a time. I'm Robin, and we want to welcome back to the podcast on this Wednesday, from the real Jaws Minute, Jeremy Sternhagen and Tyson Ferris. Welcome back. Oh, hi, hi. Hello. We'll climb aboard this minute. This is uh, 88 of Fright Night. It begins with movie logic and ends with an ad for Visine. So, <laughs> we'll get to it. Uh, <laughs> Peter says that so far, everything has been like it is in the movies. The most meta line in the entire movie. I love it. Yeah, it's great. Because, I mean, what else do you, I mean, I, I guess if it just kind of follows that logic, you just kind of instinctively, instinctually lean on it. Uh, <laughs> At that exact moment, what uh, Roddy McDowell and William Ragsdale should have done is frozen and slowly turned their heads right to camera. <laughs> <laughs> and then gone right back into character. Right. Uh, I 100% disagree. <laughs> <laughs> I would if love to have that outtake, though. His, if this was the Zucker Brothers, yes, that yeah. would be perfect for the gang. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did you get that, folks? Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah I just love how positive uh, Peter has gotten here. He's, we just have to keep hoping, you know. So, mm. uh, But, yeah, this uh, – so, so obviously uh, Tom Holland was inspired uh, by not only Rear Window but The Window, which is a short story by Cornell Woolrich. It says, uh, Boy Who Cried Wolf saw something from his bedroom window. Um, and he says while he was filming uh, Cloak and Dagger, he suddenly thought, what if a horror movie fan saw a vampire through his window and and just immediately started writing this movie, according to legend? That's great. Yeah. So I, of course, went to uh, TV Tropes and looked up movies where the protagonist is a fan of the genre he gets involved in. <laughs> Because I I feel like I love these I love like all these movies you know or, you know for the most part uh, uh, we have Scream obviously um, mm-hmm. the faculty uh, students realize that they're in the middle of an invasion of the body snatchers I think invasion of the body snatchers gets name dropped uh, Galaxy Quest of course Hot Fuzz um, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang uh, both uh, Downey Jr. and Michelle Monaghan compare what is happening to them as what would happen in a noir film <laughs> I love that yeah. movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah that's a great movie quick random trivia my wife went to the high school where they shot the faculty oh really they shot it in the summer when no one was there that's awesome what what high school is that somewhere in utah oh okay i wasn't sure if it was one of those famous high schools that gets shot no yeah utah of all places wow (laughs) also Uh, where they shot footloose oh wow Yep. That's awesome. Anyway. Uh, the rest of my list is uh, Back to the Future 3, uh, The Lost Boys, of course, uh, The Monster Squad, of course. And yep. I love uh, – I don't know if you guys are Buffy fans, but there is an episode of Buffy called Buffy versus Dracula. Oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, I haven't. I that is that's high on my list to watch that show. It is on my watch list, but man, I have yeah. not gotten to Buffy. Uh, oh, you know, it's so uh, other than the the feature. Yeah, uh, at the I I will spoil it. Hopefully, you'll forget season five, episode one by the time you finally get to it. <laughs> but uh, at the end of that episode, Buffy stakes Dracula and then waits to stake him again at the end of the episode because he always comes back. Like he like kind of reappears and she stakes him again and he's finally gone. Oh, perfect. <laughs> that's great. She's pretty much just like oh. He always comes back. So uh, you you brought up uh, Back to the Future mm-hmm. three and yeah, Back to the Future three. And uh, I wanted to. Uh, there's a shot in this movie uh, that you guys have already gotten to. Oh. Uh, it is extremely like a shot at the very beginning of uh, Back to the Future, uh, the first one mm-hmm. of all the clocks. Oh yes, it's this, it's this panning shot. I, I was struck by like oh, I'm like oh my god, there's another 1983 movie that has the exact same shot of a bunch of clocks. Wait, that's yeah. crazy. It is crazy. It's, it's literally and it's it's left to right. It's like it's the exact same shot. I was like, what a weird. They couldn't have possibly known of each other. They would have been in production. They both would have been in production time. at the same time. Yeah, like I, it was, the future came out first, but that means nothing. Thing to the that shot of the movie. Yeah, but I was like, what a weird coincidence that these yeah. two movies made literally almost Can the I same actually, time. This may not make the final cut of your podcast, Robin. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, to, today is August 2. Uh-huh. Fright, Fright Night came out on August 2, 1985. Hey. Ooh, we're... Well, uh, muscle top, everybody. I was told there wouldn't be math. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, so, 34... Thirty-four. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe we'll release this podcast by the time Euphoria rolls around. You know. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Real quick before you move on, I just got a quick shout out. So another thing I had in my notes for no specific minute, just in general, Mm -hmm. uh, that the movies that this most ties into for me, the movie that I, for whatever reason, this movie is like lumped in the same bucket. Um, You already mentioned Monster Squad. Mm -hmm. This is a far better movie, but they, 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 these movies. Go together in my head. Oh, yeah. They have a lot of they have a lot of the same DNA. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and a movie that came out uh, forty years later, which is very similar, The Burbs. Oh yes. And not only that, it feels like it was shot on the same lot, same set. It, and then you mentioned earlier uh, Rear Window, and if you know you noticed my uh, icon for uh, uh, oh right yeah hangouts. <laughs> That's awesome. Anyway, folks, for those of you folks who can't, I know you can't see my uh, my. Uh, I'll send his contact. Oh, information to everybody. I'll put it in the show notes. No. My Google avatar is Jim <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I we did mention, by the way, that that Back to the Future reference in there, and I will I will add an even funnier thing. And I, I apologize to listeners that have heard this probably a couple times already. But when we talked to Jonathan Stark, who of course we see in the movie in this foyer, you know, when the cop comes in and all these clocks, and you know, uh, we talked to Jonathan Stark, who was on video chat, and he had this giant clock collection behind him in the background, and I couldn't help but crack up. I was like, you have all you have all these clocks behind you. It's like just like your character. Oh my god! <laughs> Remember that time you were in that movie and you had clocks behind you there? <laughs> yeah, you're total Chris Farley. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Did he show you? I know on the commentary he mentions he still has his. I'll save it. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> For that minute. Sorry. We'll talk about that Friday. Okay. <laughs> um, Perfect teaser. So yeah, they'll keep them tuned until the, the end of the week. 
Yeah. Uh, I'm glad we got to talk about uh, Back to the Future, though, on a uh, uh, minute uh, 88.3, was it? No, no, 88.1? 88.... I'm dying here. Yes. It, it's, We're on minute 88. It's just 88 miles per hour, right? Yes. Yeah, it's just 88 miles per hour. Yeah. Why am I, I thinking like, there's a point in there? No, you're you're searching way too hard, man. That's oh, right man. Front, yeah. Sorry. Uh, right that minute reaches minute 88. Yeah. You're going to see some serious shit. Well, you, you are... <laughs> You you obviously call this one eighty eight miles per hour. Yeah, yeah. nice. <laughs> um, I, I, that's another thing I'm looking forward to in releasing my podcasts is uh, naming the episodes. Uh, <laughs> I'm looking forward to listening to them all and just uh, coming up with uh, dumb names. So anyway, so yeah. outside, uh, Jerry floats up to the bedroom window and watches Charlie and Peter run out with stakes, leaving Amy and her sweaty seizures. Um, and yeah, uh, we hear. We're hearing him from the outside. I just love just the the. Uh, he's just like having a hard time breathing through all those teeth, you know. But breathing through his dentures, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And of course, you know, we, we still see a little fog, so you know, maybe he's vaping out there. I'm not sure. <laughs> Yeah, he's he he's decidedly better as a human than he is as a <laughs> monster, right? Like he's he's I, I I don't understand why vampires ugly themselves up. I mean, it it, it doesn't make any sense to me. I, I guess it's just the monster coming out. But uh, I think it's the inverse. I think that's his natural appearance. Oh uh, yeah, his sexy Chris Sarandon form is the facade he puts on. Right, right. So sexy Chris Sarandon is like Superman, and this ugly vampire is like. Clark Kent. Exactly right. Gotcha. Yep. <laughs> uh, so I have, uh, looking at a Fangoria from June of 1985, I have a quote from uh, Tom Holland. Uh, thank you, Fright Night Wiki, by the way. Uh, uh, talking about the outside of the house with Jerry, um, he says, the, those windows had to be designed in such a way that you see the heroes from the outside at various points as they traverse through the house. And they note that as he continues, he uses the scale model of the house sitting on his desk as a visual aid and also referring to an enormous notebook filled with his shot list and you know it points out that um, this was a full set with two floors and they you know there was stuff they did definitely shot on the lot uh, but a lot of these like close up outside shots that's all set that's him looking through the windows of the set into the set That's great. I just, oh gosh, so awesome. Yeah, I, I'd love that. I'd love to have that scale model. I would love to have that enormous oh. notebook. That's why. <laughs> Make a note of asking Tom about that when yeah. you talk to him. Where those things are. Yeah, the scale model. That's fantastic. Oh. And if it if it needs a permanent home, mm-hmm. if it's in storage, I will I will I will oblige him. <laughs> uh, oh wait, I I have to let him know that the real Jaws <laughs> Minute guys. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> get lying, get lying. Yeah. Have fun explaining that one. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, so the two step out onto the top of the stairs, and Billy is waiting. And uh, Billy scoffs and says, "Well, what do we have here? Vampire killers." Um, <laughs> Peter. Perfect line. Yeah. Peter threatens him with a gun. Don't force me to shoot. I love how serious he gets because not very often you shoot somebody. Uh, and uh, this is not this is Peter the human being, not Peter the actor. You know, there's been some bravado, but I'm sure he's very serious about like. <laughs> 
killing somebody potentially. Did you? Did you? So I have a note here. Did mm-hmm. it? It just hit me as almost uh, like kind of banal, monotone almost, and I thought it was an interesting choice. Like it's like for some reason to me, it just didn't hit as serious. From Billy Cole? No, no, from uh, from oh. Peter. From Peter, yeah. yeah. Hmm. Uh, it just I don't know. It was weird. It just it's kind of the one moment in the entire movie where I was like, I don't know if I totally buy that. Like mm. I don't know. It's the, it always rang true to me. I guess. Yeah, I maybe I might I might much. be totally on yeah. my own, but I don't know. It's just like the one moment. I was like, always. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. I was gonna say the moment in that. Like I guess I never thought about his line about Peter Vincent's line too much more than I always noticed Billy Cole's reaction where he just go he shrugs. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You gotta do what you got. Yeah. You gotta, I'm still coming. Not, I don't care. Yeah. 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 I love that. Is like one of a thousand moments in this movie that just I'm just like that's oh that's moment. so great. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh. I mean, uh, and then how scary is it seeing watching a movie post The Crow, if you know what I mean, <laughs> where oh, a guy yeah. gets shot point blank in the head. <laughs> Yeah, that was that was actually shocking. Did you yeah. ask him? Did you ask him about that? Like, did they uh, fire a blank I, right at him? I did, but he kind of I don't know. He didn't really get into it too much. I was talk. I was asking him like how how shocking that was, but he was just kind of like, yeah, it's, it's work. <laughs> Uh, he didn't really get into it too much, no. I can tell just from, you know, having watched this movie in slow motion many times, one time, uh, <laughs> that you can see that he's got the makeup uh, prosthetic in his forehead prior to the the, squib, uh, the effect going off. Oh, so uh, you know what that is. That's a, uh, uh, it's probably not an actual squib. Yeah, they never squib him. He just, it's all in the... Well, no, what it is, you know, you know how they do that? So mm-hmm. they, they, they put the, they put the, you know, they make the wound, right? And then they put skin over it. And, and then, then they attach it. a piece of uh, uh, filament and pop it off. And then they just yank it. Yeah. And it and it it, it, it goes so fast that it looks like it's. A I didn't even know that they do that in the scene. Oh, interesting. Than, it's more just that he Jonathan Stark just you know is it's good cutting and a good head jerk from yeah from him. Yeah. Uh, quick, maybe you've already mentioned this, but I just got to throw out real quick that this scene is very Terminator like. <laughs> movie from a year earlier, which yep. was also scored by Brad Fidel. Mm. Oh, yeah. nice tie-in. Yeah, <laughs> this, this actually has a great score. I thought, and very not Terminator-esque. Like, no, no, no. I Terminator one and two, and and this are like, and his other big claim fame, another Jim Cameron, uh, True Lies. Mm-hmm. Um, but this, I'm a big fan of kind of the '80s wave retro wave genre of music, and this score is. That's another thing I love about this movie is the score. Oh so. God, come to me is, uh, <laughs> you know, so perfect yeah. <laughs> and, and i love charlie's cathedral as well it's a good one um, yeah uh so I don't, I don't want to take us off topic on this minute to talk about brad Bell, but i just I, I'd at least make sure i got in uh this week that i mentioned that i had the score mm-hmm. another person that i reached out to but uh you know maybe he's busy mm. <laughs> but Probably. i'd love to talk to him if he's listening um Jerry, uh, you know, Billy rolls down the stairs and Jerry comes from behind and he's he's pissed. Uh, and Charlie shows him the cross, which scares him. And uh, I got to say this moan here, like he does. He does this moan. He he, he talks this, you know, voice earlier. <laughs> but this uh, this this moan is it, it, so like, I don't know, like old time vampire. But it's so weird coming from this vampire, I guess to say. And it's just like 
I, I don't know. His, what do you, what do you when guys he think? react, when they throw the cross at him, and he yeah. reacts with the oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. I like how he really juts his lower jaw out to get that sound out. Mm-hmm. Um, if you notice, uh, yeah, and I, I still, I still love that it's a vampire named Jerry. Yes. <laughs> like I still can't get the vampire that. Jerry. Yeah, yeah. I was like, what a what an insane name to make a <laughs> vampire. It's so great, <laughs> Jerry the vampire. <laughs> <laughs> That's all part of the perfect stew that is this movie. Yeah, no, it's fantastic. Yeah, but the, the. I feel like he. It's almost as though he's he's so he's probably tried the prosthetics on at this point. So he has developed his character hmm. with makeup on. Yeah. So oh, I feel he like he's almost like projecting like mouth, I've yeah. got my things. In. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. I always like. Oh, that's his. That's his. The 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 mask. The mask is off. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's yeah, his voice totally. for when he's not. Jerry, Jerry anymore. It's funny. He puts on that kind of voice, that tone when he's talking to Charlie and Peter when they first come in. And mm-hmm. I was watching that scene thinking maybe, maybe he's just pretending because like, uh, uh, I mean, cause Peter shows him the cross. You got to have faith. Charlie shows him the cross and he's like, Oh, and then he, and he backs up, uh, mm-hmm. before Billy steps in and s- slams Charlie over the side of the stairs. Mm-hmm. But you know, I, when we were watching that minute, I was thinking it, maybe he's just kind of play acting. He's doing the whole welcome to Fright Night thing and, you know, for real. And, uh, yeah. you know, just I, I absolutely think you're right. It, yeah, he's totally he's totally playing into the like now I'm the scary vampire yeah. in the movie. Yeah. 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 So that's yeah, that's like I said uh, in a previous episode, when when I saw the slate of minutes to choose from, I was if it's not obvious already, I probably could just co-host this whole podcast. (laughs) 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 Well, if uh, Len decides to skip out another week, maybe I'll try. (laughs) But uh, without jumping ahead, but just on the topic of Chris Sarandon delivering lines like minutes towards the end of the movie and minutes we've already passed. Just so, so many good ones. And just. Just staying on topic of how his character, Jerry's character art of, is really almost in how he delivers lines. Like, mm-hmm. when he is vampire, when he's, you know, demonic hell beast, you know, when he's playing up the, like, that he's a horror fan and wants to play that part. And that's just the many layers of the Chris Sarandon performance that I appreciate. Yeah, it's a fantastic performance. Um, I, w- I was kind of struck by how much, uh, y- you know, I, I really uh, think took a lot from this performance is um, I and I can't remember the guy's name, but uh, Bill Vampire Bill in uh, True Blood. Oh yeah, Stephen. I think something. he's there. I, I think that guy very much uh, uh, took a lot from Chris Sarandon hmm. out of this movie. Um, just the the you know just the the suave kind of regalness of the yeah. whole thing. Yeah. Anyway, and of course another is Vampire Bill. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and that even yeah, it's Vampire Bill. I mean that goes right along with yeah. Vampire Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just realizing now that like this movie is my introduction to the contemporary vampire. <laughs> like before I had seen this movie, all my other vampires were Bela Lugosi and Christopher Lee. They were like, you know, period pieces almost. Mm-hmm. And this was the 
first movie I saw where I'm, and this is literally like a, a modern, 1985 vampire modern day vampire yeah, modern day vampire one two close enough five sure yeah like I saw this before I saw you know Interview with a Vampire or what else you know Buffy mm-hmm. I saw this before all that so yeah interesting I'm just making that observation right now that mm. like oh yeah like well, you mentioned Vampire Named Jerry like like it all just made total sense to me back then <laughs> that totally that totally just made me think of a, a, a Norm McDonald joke uh, <laughs> uh, from way way back in the day Saturday Night Live days he's like interview with a vampire he goes I saw it he goes not gay enough <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, vampire Norm, movie I love that guy. That guy's hilarious. No vampire movie is complete without gay subtext. Uh, oh, that, this movie, this of, movie even has it. Oh, it's, it's oh yeah, we got brilliantly so. Yeah. Uh, yes, uh, Billy uh, bandaging uh, Jerry's hand on his yeah. knees in front of him. <laughs> well, and then, and then uh, uh, Chris Randon just leaning on his shoulders. Uh, in yeah, one yeah. Scene, uh, yeah. Is very uh, suggestive. That's what bro. <laughs> do come on yeah, yeah nothing about that at all a chair and i lean on each other like, like we're, we're not doing that right now i mean i, I mean, believe you got your microphones to pick you up that way uh, we might be but you'd never know are you sharing a mic <laughs> we are sharing a mic <laughs> Well, that's why you haven't heard Len this entire time because he's been bandaging my hand. So, uh, well, there you go. Keep at it, Len. Uh, <clears throat> so uh, he's doing he's doing a heck of a job. So, oh, you know what? I, I I I to to get to my get to my point. I was trying. I was doing before. I I, want, I definitely wanted to say that you know. So like before, I thought he was doing this voice and it was kind of like he's playing you know whatever. But it seems like now, like that voice is for real. Like that's 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 actually his his inner monster reacting to that, yes. that cross. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I love, God, I love those red contacts, even though they were hard plastic and terrible to wear. Yeah. Um, they, yeah. I read, I, I read that somewhere too. They were just God awful to yeah. wear. Um, yeah. And guess, I guess they had like actual glitter. Uh huh. Yeah. They were, uh, they were like sanded into them. Yeah. 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 Um, that sounds brutal. Yep. <laughs> um, so, uh, so Charlie urges Peter to go after Jerry saying, come on, we have him, you know, because Billy has uh, fallen to the bottom of the stairs and Jerry's, you know, on the defense with the, the arm up. And uh, then we see Jerry kind of looking to the bottom of the stairs with his uh, dry eyes. Uh, and, <laughs> and that's the end of the minute. Oh, you mean we got to wait till tomorrow? To find yeah, out? yeah. I can't so, wait till tomorrow. So they're going to probably just kill Jerry and we'll be, the movie will be over next minute. So, uh, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, they, uh, they got him. They got him on the run. <laughs> you guys uh, want to let the folks know where they can uh, catch you at the, the closest pier? Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, just, uh, you know, uh, walk straight ahead and uh, join us at uh, the Real Jaws Minute. And uh, we're available wherever you can find your finest podcasts, uh, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, all of them. So, uh, yeah, check us out. Please and thank you. And uh, time to put a stake in this minute. Please follow us on Twitter at Fright Night Min. Send your feedback to FrightNightMinute at gmail.com. And please rate, review, and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. And until next time, I'm Robin. I'm Jeremy. And I'm Tyson. Thanks for listening. And have a fright night. (laughs) For real. (laughs) He's a vampire. A what? (laughs) (laughs) You're so cool, Bruce. Oh, Brewster!